0: Now, today's federal newscast, I'm Terry Wing. Internal data from IRS's computer service may not show the whole picture. That's according to national taxpayer advocate Nina Olson. In a blog post, she said a survey by her own office found that almost 40% of taxpayers who contact the IRS by phone failed to receive the information they wanted. The National Taxpayer Advocate notes IRS ranks near the bottom in a federal survey of customer satisfaction. President Donald Trump's pick to run the Census Bureau has told lawmakers he's confident in the agency's protection from cyber threats in the upcoming population count. Stephen Dillingham, if confirmed, would head up the first decennial count in which households can submit their responses online. And that has some on Capitol Hill concerned. Senator Claire McGaskill, for one, said a data breach at the Census Bureau would permanently hurt the public's trust in the government collection of sensitive personal data. Dillingham said the agency has worked closely with the Departments of Homeland Security and Defense to beef up its cyber defenses. The Office of Personnel Management is authorizing an emergency leave transfer program for federal employees impacted by California wildfires. The program lets employees transfer unused annual leave to employees in any agency who have been affected by a major disaster or emergency. OPM says agencies should determine who might be impacted by the California wildfires and who might be in the best position to donate their unused leave. A Utah man has been arrested in connection with suspicious envelopes
1: mailed to the president and senior defense officials. The Pentagon says it's identified a white substance inside the envelopes as castor seeds, a precursor to the poison ricin. On the same day, the FBI arrested a former Navy sailor, William Clyde Allen, connecting him to the alleged attacks on the president, the defense secretary, and the chief of naval operations. The FBI says it found potentially hazardous chemicals during the arrest in Utah, but declined to elaborate. Here at Serbu Federal News Radio.
0: Volunteers placed 5,520 American flags across the National Mall yesterday to raise awareness of veteran suicide. Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America placed one flag for each military or veteran suicide since the start of the year. VA released a report last week showing veterans account for 14% of all suicides in the United States, yet they make up only 8% of the population. The Veterans Affairs Department debuts a new program to study whether long-term employment can be used to treat post-traumatic stress disorder. The VA is partnering with multiple cities, states, and non-governmental organizations for the program. VA medical centers will begin to offer individual placement and support for employment to veterans VA research has found that PTSD negatively affects veterans' ability to hold a job. Veteran participation in the workforce has declined in the past 35 years. Meantime, VA has awarded 13 new leases for medical facilities across the country. as part of VA's ongoing effort to improve how it works with the private sector to lease new space. VA stood up a new business transformation effort earlier this year, designed to speed up procurement time, increase competition, cost savings, and time to the market. New legislation authorized VA to eventually begin a comprehensive review of all of its facilities. Defense Secretary Jim Mattis's deploy or get out policy took effect on Monday, giving notice to 126,000 service members who have been in non-deployable status for 12 consecutive months that they could be processed for administrative separation. Secretary Mattis made it clear in announcing the new policy last February, unless you are wounded in combat, you need to deploy or you need to find something else to do. Just in time for Veterans Day, VA will make its Vets.gov platform even more user-friendly.
2: The Veterans Affairs Department will integrate several disparate websites to give veterans and their families a better user experience. VA plans to release an update to vets.gov that brings together all the services the department offers under one platform. The current setup is confusing and forces veterans to understand how the agency is structured to understand which site to go to. VA's digital service team first began modernizing the website three years ago, and since then, the site has seen tremendous growth and user satisfaction. I'm Jason Miller.
0: Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes, and follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.